Great technology is both about path-breaking work and the people behind the scene. When technologists meet together, either virtually or in person, one thing that goes unmissed is sharing of experiences, of building, ideating, and promoting something that has an impact. Welcome to the season two of the broadcast. I'm Ashwaya, your host for the show. back, we have had an amazing first season featuring many prestigious product people. And this season is a tag special, slightly different too. It's going to be all about the stories that inspire technology by itself and the people in it. So today's episode focuses on one such person who is very much into tech, taking that tech towards communities and those communities towards building something meaningful. Let's welcome Pohina Marchenko, a product manager who loves building products and relationships and also a co-founder of many community projects. Welcome, Pohina. It's great to speak to you today. Wow, thank you so much. First of all, thank you for having me. I really appreciate this opportunity. So um, let's begin with your various interests. You are into the product space. Um, you are a coding geek, a passionate chef, Zumba instructor and a mentor for many tech youngsters. Wow, that's quite a list. So could you tell us a bit more about your whole journey and how all of these things came through? Oh, sure. Thank you for asking. So let's start from the beginning. Mm -hmm. I am originally from Ukraine, uh, where I was born, raised, and spent the first 20 years of my life. I left Ukraine when I received a scholarship for my master's degree program in Germany. And I have studied innovation management and entrepreneurship, but being very honest, um, I was quite bored at the university <laughs> and spent the majority of my time trying to gain practical experience. So while still in the university, I started working at a startup accelerator. And I think this experience has probably changed my life forever. So I basically got the taste of uh, this fast moving um, startup life. And I will say I have never looked back. So then I got my first job as a product manager, just straight out of college, although I didn't have a CS degree and mm -hmm. I still don't have one. So that's why, you know, over time, my kind of motto in my life has become everything you can imagine is real. So if you <laughs> want to be a PM, be one. Do not wait until someone hires you. You know, think of the projects that you can already create and be a PM with them. If you want to be a Zumba trainer, so this also happened to me, just be one. One day I decided I wanted, then I did my uh, trainer's license and in two weeks I was already training other people. So if you want to start your own company, just do it. And I think many people overthink and I think instead people should be just more open-minded and like allowing themselves to try something out. And in my case, I'm very spontaneous, I'm driven, and I'm very stubborn person. So that is why every time I discovered a new passion of mine, I just followed my inner voice and did it. So, and this is exactly how I become a startup founder. I saw the problem, got an idea how to solve it, went to my first ever startup event or slash hackathon, found the team, we won the first prize, and the very next day I have resigned from my PM job. So doing a little bit of aftermath, was it a smart thing to do to resign immediately? I don't know, but it was definitely the right thing for me. And if I regret anything, I would say absolutely no. 
So once again, this is how I spent almost 10 years of my life living in Berlin, Germany, between uh, starting and being a startup founder. And since almost five years, I'm living in the U.S., and most of this time I spent in San Francisco working again as a product manager for another tech startup. So once again, as I said in the beginning, just if you can imagine it, you can become it. That's why I would encourage people just to dream more and allow themselves to try things out. Wow, that's such a unique path. And, you know, I absolutely loved the explanation that you gave because it had as much practicality to it also with a tinge of the philosophical thing, which, you know, is like, just do it. If you can dream it, just do it. I, I like the way that you explained what it meant to you. So if you think that you have the potential to do it, you just go against all the odds to go and try for it. And it's good uh, that you have specifically taken note of certain skills, which I think the listeners might be very curious now to know about and apply to their careers, specifically being open-minded, uh, being more spontaneous and as much as possible trying and exploring a lot of potential interests and a lot of activities that they think they can excel at. So yeah, if I have to summarize your whole experience in one word, I would just call it adventurous, which is very good. And yeah, please keep it up. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So from what we've been speaking now, I see that you love working around people communities, especially the women and tech-centric spaces. So as a founder of programs like She Aspired, Futurista, and even one called PM Breakfast, what were some of these things that drove you to such a community-building atmosphere? Oh, yeah, that's just a great question. Um, look, I have lived in many different places in my life. You know, and there are definitely benefits to it, but there are also downsides. So one of the negatives is you have to start from scratch every time you move somewhere else. And I have moved a lot. So you don't, do not have a comfort um, of having old school friends or family around you. And being also very honest, I felt lonely and isolated quite often in my life. So, and I especially felt isolated when I moved to San Francisco. So I'm going to give you a little bit of a backstory. Um, we moved together with my husband, and for several months, none of us had jobs. So it was a huge risk and, of course, lots of stress. So then at some point, he found a job, and I got pregnant. And then mm -hmm. when I was six months pregnant, I started as a product manager again. Maybe some people would say it is also kind of like insane decision to make, but once again, I felt it was right for me, and I did it. Um, Long story short, I was a female product manager and a new mom in a city where I knew zero product managers and exactly one mom. So on top of that, I had no time to go to any network like which was happening after work because I was rushing to my kid. Mm. So and I was desperate, like I was in a desperate need of personal contact with somebody who would understand me. So one day I out of this, I would say you know, desperation and like really I was super hungry to like just to be able to talk to people who would understand me. So one day I just shared on Facebook that I'll be hosting a networking event in the morning before work. And this is how PM Breakfast has started. So honestly, back then I have never considered it going into community building. I was just doing what felt right to me and was trying to solve my own problem. 
And, you know, many amazing things evolved through it. One of them is um, at the very first PM breakfast, I have actually met my future um, partner for She Aspired. So, you know, that's why once again, just be open and um, also be always a problem solver. And, you know, from this experience of my own, I know how much it hurts to feel alone. And that's why I'm so passionate also about creating connections, because I believe people can achieve so much more when they create bonds with each other. So at She Aspired, for example, we are connecting an intimate group of aspiring women product managers so that they do not feel lonely in their job search journey because this journey is also very harsh, you know? So you, you, you get like very many setbacks. So that's why we don't want to leave them alone. At Futurista, for example, our goal is to help young girls find their career path by closing the network gap. So the truth is most of the girls are not aware of the opportunities that they could have because they just have a very limited circle of friends and family who share their experiences with them. So that's why with Futuristis, once again, like creating this community for girls, building for them a safe space where they can ask questions, but most of all, actually listen to the stories of women role models uh, to get inspired and also open up their kind of opportunities space. So once again, it is all about finding opportunities to solve problems. And I believe mm -hmm. I just, uh, you know, like over time, my mind kind of like got trained on identifying these opportunities and my heart is just open to help out different people to get connected. You know, this is how it all started. This is wonderful, Pohina. Actually, I like the different paths that you put forward now. Uh, it's it's like, you know, imagining how you would want a, a product by itself to be built. You find a pain point and then you start building something that, and then you take it to the market. I see the communities that you've built as that way. As much as you say that it helps in problem solving, I'm just awed at the fact that you have dedicated spaces for uh, women in tech of, you know, different ca career trajectories for young women who are just new into work, for working professionals, for moms. I think the, the whole idea, despite of the fact that it started with a personal motive, has really kickstarted such an impact that you you made many women feel that they are not alone, especially in the tech space. They have somebody that they can connect with. They can share anecdotal references. They can share their own working stories and experiences and learn from each other. So kudos to what you did with the various communities as we were just talking. Add on, I really like the mindful approach as well. It's not just always talking about hardcore tech or just talking about what you're building, but it's also about the interpersonal relationships that uh, women tend to have with each other when you meet uh, during such community occasions. So as you said, just sharing their uh, personal stories, be it it's official or it's, it's just to do with uh, personal interventions. So I think that mindful aspect to the communities is what I feel as like safe space for women in tech to be in. Yeah, definitely. And once again, so I think it's just so important for people to understand that, especially in these difficult times, it is just crucial to be able to lean on somebody else, you know, and it could be like complete strangers. Yeah, but after you have a couple of interactions, they are not strangers anymore and you have really a person of trust. It is super important to be able to lean on somebody, you know, because mm -hmm. um, um, 
yeah, the times are very cruel these days. So that's why you need to have someone to, um, I would say like either to partner if you want to build something or even like to have somebody else to have as an accountability partner if you are like on the journey of career transition. So yeah, that is so true. I agree enough with you on that. And I guess these communities provide that platform thanks to you that they provide that platform to many women who are in search for uh, connecting for either you know kickstarting ventures or building products or you know just looking out for those friendships that can help them uh, succeed in their career journey so yeah definitely yeah, agree with that all right so this takes me to the next question that's uh, going to be about your current role at side project so i have read about side project and i was extremely intrigued because covid has resulted in an unprecedented happening with many layoffs and workplace challenges so what's the mission around a networking program like side project especially started during this outbreak time what are you intending to achieve with it and how is it getting response from people yeah uh yeah thank you for asking so with side project i think i will start also a little from the beginning like uh, before sharing the mission, I would share the problem. So this is <laughs> sure, sure. yeah. So I saw several problems. So basically, the first one is a known chicken and egg problem for career pivoters. So mm -hmm. no experience, no job, no job, no experience, and people are just like struggling a lot to get their first role in the new field. This was one. The second one was, um, you know, the whole kind of competition in the job market has become just outrageous this year so it was always difficult um, to get a job before COVID but after COVID has happened it has become like extremely difficult because so many people were laid off mm -hmm. and they are on the market also looking for jobs and these are some experienced people so that's why for somebody who is um, new to the field it has become even more difficult to stand out and um, once again, so th this these two problems kind of like stroke me that there should be something like to help people solve the chicken and egg problem and also stand out in the job market. And right. um, I was approached by several people, uh, several aspiring product managers asking me like, how can they build side projects? And honestly, um, several months ago when I started it all, I was I was never imagining that I will have this strong response from um, professionals. I was again thinking, okay, I need, I know a couple of people who I can help. Why don't I just share um, a survey on LinkedIn and ask if somebody else wants to um, kind of like join this small community or I call it the directory of people who want to build side projects together. So basically you're solving two problems. Once again, you are, um, you're getting experience before you get a job and you're also are able to stand out with your side project um, from other competitive like people who are applying for jobs. So it started very like low key. So, but in 72 hours, I got around 200 people who have applied to be a part of side project. Wow. And I realized that, okay, there must be a need and um, I should, I should help these people. So this is how it all started. I created Slack channel. So, that people can communicate and so on and so forth and long story short now we are around 1250 people and i think at the moment there are around like 25 projects um, who are active 
So basically all cross-functional people are involved in different projects. So there are product managers, there are designers, there are engineers and marketers. So basically anyone who wants to build something together, um, they have this opportunity now. And it's been just amazing. And for me, super rewarding and inspiring to see the, the, the growth of the people and just you know, like once again, in these difficult times where it seems like every day we get only bad news on TV, I just see how people enjoy their experience, how they grow and how they're positive and passionate about what they're doing, you know? So this is how I started it. And basically the mission is to, I would say, democratize side project building so that people do not think it is a huge hurdle to start it. Um, that's why, once again, from one perspective, we have a great community of people who are there, who are ready to build together. And from another perspective, um, we have started also accelerator program for people who would love to have a little bit more guidance throughout the process of building, uh, where we offer them basically mentorship um, from experienced product managers, designers, and engineers for 13 weeks and uh, they're basically building their side projects from scratch um you know like to uh, to create their mvps or their first versions of products so and our goal with that is while having this experience you are not only becoming more kind of like prepared for your job search be more um kind of like experienced when you're talking about your project in the interviews but you are actually already preparing yourself for the real job, you know. So you are better off in your first 90 days and maybe in your first couple of years because you have learned this great experience from experienced mentors on your program. Certainly. This is such an ambitious and encouraging opportunity, Pohinam. And, you know, I, I specifically like the way that uh, people get to build uh, not just connections, but also like personal portfolios through this whole program. Like, uh, I know I know how much all of us in the tech space and especially the product space uh, talk about building side projects. And, you know, when there was a time when, when you say that you don't have a side project, people used to look at you and ask, so what do you do with all the time post your uh, nine to five job? So I guess um, there was a time when everybody was obsessed with side project and they still are. But one factor that is, uh, like, as you said, uh, solving the problem is the fact that how do you get started? And that's always a question that all of us have. You know, we have great ideas, but how do we validate those ideas and how do we get started? So I find this whole initiative, as you explained, you know, step by step in a structured way as more like a jumpstart, which is very nice because it gives you a pathway to understand which of your ideas can be validated and what could be picked and directly worked upon like an official job because you, you take it seriously and you actually put in your entire passion and work towards it. And it's something that you build from, say, ground up. So this is such an exciting opportunity. And as somebody who's in the product space, I'm super excited after listening to it. Awesome. Yeah. And, you know, it's just fun to build projects together with somebody else. So true. Yeah. Yourself, you know, it's super rewarding. You learn new people, you learn new skills. That's why, um, yeah. And I, I see already a couple of really um, positive um, developments from some people. So one person mm -hmm. started working on a side project, actually helping me out. And she has got a role as a product owner. Uh, another person was in my uh, program, just finished it. And she has um, now have um, got the internships in design. So that's why I see this all have, helps people, you know, and that's why Very for me, true. 
different types of people and I, yeah. I read about it in one book so there are people who are getting inspired and driven when they see they are making influence and impact in the kind of like in the millions dimensions yeah. you're yeah. working at facebook and you see like you have brought out this feature and millions of people use it you feel great i'm a different type of person i'm uh you know if i can make a difference for one person or for 10 or for 100 this is what drives me. This is like really my fuel in life, you know? This, uh, this is the perfect combination of what okay. I always wanted to do. And I see the impact that it makes to people. That's why, you know, big goals, <laughs> ambitious goals, <laughs> and hopefully it will all happen. This is so good to know, Pohina. And uh, yeah, I I definitely support you with the whole eclectic group experience. You get to work with a lot of people. And this definitely is sure to build up confidence in uh, product people. So yeah, kudos for, to you for doing that. All right. So, uh, so this brings me to one of the concluding questions that I have. You were just telling me about how each of the projects in, in this specific side project program is taking shape. So I'm a little curious to know what are the typical values you believe in? And as a part of this program as well, if you want to mention, from your direct experience of working with, say, the tech geeks and startup founders and marketers and developers and who not. So from your experience, is there something that you often impart in them and you know you keep repeating as typical values that you may want the product people to have? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I think, so the first one that comes into my mind, I believe that at least half of your success is due to people who surround you, if not mm -hmm. more. That's why, obviously, you know, <laughs> given what I'm working on, I believe in relationships. You know, we meet thousands of people during our lives, but we have chemistry with just a few of them. So that's why when I feel the chemistry with somebody, I try my best to keep these people with me through times and distances and i think to some extent i was very successful with this because at some current projects of mine specifically at futurista i'm working with different um like four different people who used to be my co-workers at different stages of my life and it's like super rewarding to be able to work with them again so i believe in lifelong learning very high off my on my list of values especially during this kind of unbelievable times where whole industries are being redefined, you know. I believe right. we should spend every second of every day learning new skills to prepare ourselves for, for the future, you know. It is so unbelievable what's going on. Mm -hmm. And I think what I learned throughout the times, I really look up to um, authentic and kind mm -hmm. leaders because, you know, the world is cruel enough. At least we deserve great people to be our leaders. So I think kindness and this... Um, support that leaders can provide to their i don't know workers or teams is extremely extremely important and finally and this is probably one of the most important things that was kind of like with me through my whole life i believe in self-motivation so there is a number of definitely very inspirational leaders out there and i love listening to their stories but my strong belief is to be truly successful you have to be to find motivation from within. So, for example, I do not watch Netflix or similar, except of a couple of evenings and months or so. Not because I don't like watching movies. I love it, you know. But because I learned that how how valuable my time is. And because I know you have to make trade-offs, you know, to achieve something. And if you believe into something. 
So that's why I think everyone should think first about themselves and find their own um, self-drivers, you know. Right. Great. So just to summarize, I see that first build the community around you, the people that you have extreme chemistry with, people you would love to work with, uh, and be authentic and be very kind to each other, especially when you are working with a lot of different people around you. And definitely a little bit of self-discipline and aspirational values to help you, you know, stay driven on the path towards success. Right. Wonderful. So, yes, I've got a little something before we wind the show up. I'm going to be asking three rapid-fire questions to you and you can just tell me whatever comes to you spot on at that very instant on your mind. Sure. I'm looking forward to it. So, here's the first one. What's the last dish you cooked? <laughs> okay, that's an easy one. I cooked borscht. This is a typical <laughs> traditional Russian-Ukrainian soup with red bits and cabbage, and my toddler loves it. <laughs> wow, that sounds very healthy too. Nice. Yeah, it is, definitely. <laughs> so, um, you would rather use a hand journal or a note-taking app? Oh, uh, okay, now I'm. Uh, it's more difficult. So, I'm... Probably definitely a note-taking app, but I wish I was more a handwritten journal. <laughs> All right. And, you know, some of us also juggle, like, you know, partly this and partly that. So do you have, like, a strong leaning towards something or you're like, you know, I, I, I do both? Uh, sometimes, you know, when I'm, like, very organized, then I start a new journal. Mm-hmm. But I really have <laughs> difficulties to stick to it. And I'm just using my notes on my laptop and on my uh, on my mobile phone. So Right. That's right. reality versus... Uh, <laughs> no, I, I can understand. I can understand. Yeah. So this is going to be the last one. Your pet peeve. Oh, okay. So I think when there is not enough food and I need it, you know, <laughs> uh, to, to be fueled. And I think the second one, a totally different thing is when people are not proactive enough. So I cannot like stop preaching nice. about it, that people have to be proactive. That's nice. And this connects back to, uh, you know, something that I was uh, speaking as a part of your introduction. You're a passionate chef. So you are somebody who loves cooking and who loves food. So yeah, Absolutely. that's that's very well shown, like with the, with the responses for the rapid fire now. <laughs> awesome. Wow, this was such a great session, Pohina. Thank you so much to just go back and discuss a lot about what projects you've started, uh, how's your career journey been. And the best part about all of this for me is as much as we spoke about what's happening or what's the solution to a lot of problem statements, we did back to the history of, of what problems these were and how are you able to find out these problems in the first place. So that is what is the speciality of this particular season, I should say. So I loved listening to your stories. And there were so many takeaways. And I hope the listeners also were able to understand the passion with which you have started a lot of projects. So yeah, thank you once again so very much. And all the best for all of your projects, the ongoing ones and the upcoming ones. Thank you so much, Ashraya. It was really fun. I really enjoyed it. So I wish you all the best as well. Yeah, thank you so much.